Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Practice. Get the knowledge and then practice it. Practice every day. Practice it through uh, some kind of repetition, through some kind of process that will establish a much more unconscious way of how you analyze the market and how you trade the market. And only then the emotionality of your own mental landscape will make sense in trading. And it will not be in the way of the mechanics of trading. Hi, this is Caroline Stephen, and this is Talking Trading. Last week on the show, we featured Roman Bogomazov, the principal of Wyckoff Analytics. And Roman spoke on four essential steps to successful trading, knowledge, skills, process, and mindset. Well, today we continue with Roman's interview as he looks at how to be not only a profitable, but a consistent trader. We talk on trading plans, trading baskets, and the importance of study, repetition, and practice, as you heard from the clip at the beginning of the show. And Louise Bedford today looks at money-making opportunities, and she compares trading to other businesses and the opportunities that trading provides. Here she is, and then we'll go to Roman Bergamazov. There are so many things we could do. It's hard to know which one would suit us best. And look, it's usually not lack of opportunity these days. Let's face it. It's an issue of decisiveness. What money-making opportunity should you follow? Let's see, there's property, shares, and there's business. Heck, you could start an internet business, an eBay business, a retail business. The list goes on and on. Sometimes it's very hard to decide. And it's especially hard to decide if you don't have much experience in the two opportunities that you're aiming to trade off against each other. Now, this could also extend to whether you learn to trade or whether you'd like to do our six-month repeat-for-free mentor program. This is how I evaluate opportunities. I get many, many opportunities across my desk every single week, as I'm sure you do. And I make sure that I evaluate them very carefully. One wrong move and your life in a few years' time could be in a very different situation. It could be incredibly fantastic or you could have made a misstep. So firstly, I look at return on investment. If I give this thing my all, what will my return on investment be over the next 12 months? What would it be reasonable to assume that I'd make over the next 12 months? Well, there's bad news when it comes to the trading side. Generally, 
I suggest that people aim to break even in 12 months and that they aim to gather education and accumulate experience and knowledge and not look at their own results. Trading is such a reflection of your own psyche, your skill set, your discipline, and it's impossible to get everything right in just one year. Ideally, trading is a two to five year plan. Immediate riches are more the exception rather than the rule. So if I was looking to score trading without support, I'd probably give it a three out of a 10 in terms of return on investment. And with the mental program, I'd give it a five or a six out of 10, because at least you're following a set framework that will lay out for you. It's very unlikely to return a good return on investment, though, in the short term if you're just starting out, and I want you to be prepared for that. The second area that I evaluate is future value. Is this opportunity likely to bring in significant wealth over the medium to long term? And in terms of trading, I would say, hell yes. There are very few businesses that you can set up as inexpensively as trading. Plus, you get immediate feedback, so you'll know whether you're doing well or not. Without support, though, the future is bleak because the odds are that you'll probably give up. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just trying to give you the facts. The majority of traders do not make it alone. With the mentor program, though, I would score future value as a 10 out of 10. We offer lifetime support. We offer a repeat for free course, and we will stand by you and work for you for free until you attain your goals. It's hard to beat. The third thing that I look at to evaluate is personal development. Will the opportunity provide self-growth opportunities? Will it let me master my craft and grow as a person and improve my mindset? Oh my gosh, yes. The markets act as a mirror. They reflect the inner you. You get a chance to observe whether you like what you see and your level of income in the markets will rarely exceed your level of self-development. So you have a vested interest to keep on improving your wealth mindset. Some traders without support, they really do stop developing because they're not provided with constant stimulation. With our mentorees though, we are with you. We are providing new input, new methods, new techniques. So a 10 out of 10 for our mentorees and probably an 8 out of 10 if you try to do this alone in terms of personal development. How about lifestyle? That's the other thing that I look at. You know, sometimes we'll have a trader approach to us and say they want to look after their family. They want to spend more time with their family, go on holidays. And then they start trading two-minute tick charts on the FX market, which is open 24 hours a day. Clearly, there's a conflict. What do you want with your lifestyle? Every opportunity that brings in untold wealth, if it also negatively affects your lifestyle, it does not score well. With trading, you can take on a system that takes you five hours a day to run or 10 minutes a week. It is up to you. It is completely flexible. So I do score this 10 out of 10 on the lifestyle scale. And the last one is emotional well-being. 
even if the opportunity that you're looking at has a great return on investment, a terrific future value, it gives you personal development and lifestyle. If it takes too much of a toll on whether you find meaning, whether you feel fulfilled, whether this is your life's work, then you have to pass. How does what you're doing impact the community around you, your family, your friends, your soul, your trader's heart? Trading is such an insular sport. You will only have the impact that you choose to. Many traders do charity work and volunteer work to increase the level of meaning in their life. So with trading, I would rate this as probably a 7 out of 10. The activity itself isn't terrific in providing opportunities for personal meaning and depth. However, it does free up your time. It frees up your mind and your wallet so that you can pursue meaning elsewhere. So I guess really with the mentor program, there are other avenues as well. So maybe as a mentoree, I'd score this as an 8 out of 10. So no, trading isn't perfect. And trading using the mentor program as your education source and your support, it isn't perfect either. But what opportunity is? You are unlikely to be an overnight success, but I can tell you that without support, it makes it much, much more difficult. You will need to strive to retain the lessons the markets are teaching you. And with like-minded people and mentors who care about your success, it makes it that much easier. If you haven't registered for priority notification for our upcoming mentor program, you really need to do this now. Go to tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. I'll just say that website again, tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. I'll give you a series of comprehensive videos in the lead up to the mid-November opening date for the mentor program. Some mentor programs have booked out in an hour and a half. So good traders are action takers. Those that know what they want to do can evaluate an opportunity and take action on that decision. They are the ones who will make it in the market. And I would love to have you along on the very next mentor program. So make sure you're on priority notification for our very next mentor program so that you can become the best trader that you can be with our full support for life. Hi, this is Steve Nissen, the father of candlesticks in the Western world, and I listen on an ongoing basis to Talking Trading. And here is Mr. Roman Bergamazov, the principal of Wyckoff Analytics, for more questions on trading. Can I ask you how complicated your trading plan is? One page. And um, I've, I've conducted many private sessions with many students, many traders, and I've looked at trading plans of kind of like, you know, those high profile traders as well, just because I, I know them and, um, you know, we communicate and, you know, a lot of the colleagues, uh, you know, good traders, when they come, you know, uh, for help or I go in, I ask them for help, like, you know, look, look, look at that. Um, so what I've seen a lot with students is somebody would bring me like a 30 or 60 page trading plan. That's not executable. You will not be able to remember everything 
about that trading plan. So usually I say, condense it to one to two pages and have one-liners. I have to do, I have to recognize this condition under this condition, I behave this way. And then behind each line, you might have a set of skills. You might have to develop a set of skills to recognize that condition. And you might, for instance, if we are talking about um, a change of trend, how do we recognize that? There could be a whole uh, set of skills that you have to have. So for instance, stopping of the downtrend, um, deterioration of selling, emergence of buying. And you need to understand how to see those on the chart. So how do we look at the price, look at the volume, compare you know, an analog, different type of moves, let's say in the trading range or in the downtrend, and what do they tell you? Um, so we have to go through that process um, you know, of recognition. This is something that catches me out a little bit. I trade weekly equities, but I also trade daily charts. My basket can be too big and I get I can get a bit overwhelmed. How yes. much should a trader trade? How big should their basket be? Well, it depends on the time frame, obviously, on the intentionality uh, behind your trades. I would say, you know, from what I'm hearing from you, you are more of the investor where you're looking at the weekly charts. So therefore your time horizon for holding a winning trade is going to be, you know, ex- expanding in, in comparison to, let's say, a trader who is an intraday trader. Um, so with that, I, I would suggest that uh, probably not to exceed 20 positions, you know, as an investor. If you are a swing trader, I would advise just to have less than 10 positions. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. a hedge fund manager, uh, so for instance, in my institutional account, we have more than 30, you know, 40 positions. In my personal swing trading account, I tend to go lower than 10 positions. And in my IRA investment account, um, I don't have currently more than 10 positions, but I would say that you could have quite a number of positions there. Um, and it's also in the capacity of following up for those uh, with those positions. On a weekly basis, you have to go to all 20 and you have to assess, right? Mm-hmm. Are they in the correct spot? Are they doing um, you know, uh, well relative to, let's say, emerging you know, selling or buying? Um, so it also depends on the trader investor. Roman, I love talking to you. I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to throw you some more questions. Let's just talk about some general things that have been happening in the market. Bitcoin. Of course. What else could we talk about? It's all about Bitcoin. <laughs> it's my nemesis. It's the best. It's the Moby Dick. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's something that um, I haven't been following um, for a while. And then our community just requested, you know, that we would expose ourselves more into the crypto world itself. So oh. we have um, our crypto uh, uh, crypto expert, uh, Alessio, who is combining it or taking rather the wake of concept and applying them into the crypto world. And it's just so fascinating. Um, that's number one. But me personally, lately, in the last two months, I've been obsessing with Bitcoin. I cannot deny this. I go on Twitter and, um, you know, I put a lot of analysis right there. And it has been my Moby Dick for sure. Um, 
it, it, it's, it has such a character of the movement and it's always explosive, it's always volatile, it's always overextending or suddenly goes into the uh, periods of inactivity. So it's a very fascinating asset to trade. Gold? Uh, gold has been very steady in terms of the um, kind of like trying to understand what the trend is. Uh, I've been in gold trade since 2019. Uh, so it's just kind of mm -hmm. like in my IRA account, I bought it in 2019 and I forgot about this because my targets are all about 2000, uh, way above, above 2000. Look, I'd like to ask you about the American markets, so many markets, but I kind of feel like that's another interview. What we're talking about with mindset and skill and process, that is its own gold. So can I just go back to final pieces of advice that you'd give to traders and their methodology and the importance of their skill set? Think about the profession that you're in. If you, are, if you have nine to five jobs, um, what do you do? Let's say you're a doctor. We have a lot of doctors as students. We yeah. have, you're an engineer. We have a lot of engineers um, or any other profession. And if you consider yourself a professional at the very high level, um, how did you get there? What did you do to become that type of the professional? You probably spend a lot of time just studying that's number one, you have to know what to do. Secondly, you probably spend a ton of time practicing, practicing your skill, and then going through many, many experiences to become mm. better. Mm. This is what I do not see in a lot of people uh, that, you know, on social media screaming that they are the best. So practice. Get the knowledge and then practice it. Practice every day. Practice it through uh, some kind of repetition, through some kind of process that will establish a much more unconscious way of how you analyze the market and how you trade the market. And only then the emotionality of your own mental landscape will make sense in trading. And it will not be in the way of the mechanics of trading. So just do that. I think that is one of the best answers we've had on talking trading after eight years. I'm glad. Mm. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> if listeners want to find out more about you, Roman, where do they go? Oh, you could find us uh, on uh, our website, ykfanalytics.com. Go to Twitter. Our handle is at ykfanalysis. Uh, go to YouTube. We have uh, a bunch of videos there that are completely free, extremely useful. Students always, uh, you know, uh, praise those videos and start studying. Reach out to us and we'll be happy, you know, to help you and uh, to put you on the specific path of education and skill building. Is profitable trading possible? It is possible, but it is very, very difficult to achieve that. So no, don't make mistake about that for sure. Um, if you want to be a profitable trader, you will spend years developing the skills. That's number one. And even that does not guarantee that you're going to be profitable and consistent before, mm. because profitability has its own levels. You could make $1 and be profitable. Uh, you could make a million and you're profitable as well. But you also have to be a consistent and you have to understand where your consistency is going to break because of the market conditions, market environment, 
And you should be okay, mentally and emotionally okay with that. And if someone's got a trading plan that's not on one page, what do they do? Well, you make it one page. Simplify. Simplify, exactly. Roman, I I really do want to keep asking you questions, but I won't. I'll let you go. Thank you so much for coming on to Talking Trading. Please come on again. It was a delight to talk with you. It was my pleasure. And uh, thank you so much for having me for this interview. It was a blast. Thank you. That is all for Talking Trading today. We hope you enjoyed hearing Roman Bogomazov. I look forward to getting Roman back on the show. Next week, stay tuned to hear the state of the COVID economy with fund manager Mike Mangan. I'm Caroline Stephen. Stay well, stay safe. Happy trading. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are generally nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.